Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Logan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're in Miami. You've just you ju- you've just you? come off a plane. When did you get here? Sunday. Yeah, boys. Oh, fucking look at Oscar. Absolutely had it off. Look at him. Little man bag on. Little Fred Perry. Look at the boy. Um, what? No. Why you? Where's Uma? Uh, no, this is Oscar's trip. Oh mate, Oscar's had it off. He's absolutely had it. You sharing a room? Yeah, of course, of course. Oh, yeah. We nice. don't take the piss that much, mate. Good, good. I was just thinking, if you were, that was an absolute liberty. No, no, so, good. We're not divas, mate. We're not divas. Um, Edward, where have you been the last couple of days, then? Uh, I don't know, really. Where have I been? Yesterday, I was in the office. Sat, I, was, I was around at the weekend. And I was in New York, I think, was I? Yeah, I was in New York. And then I came home for the weekend, and I'm back out here. So, yeah, all good, mate. What else is going on in New York? Have I spoke to you since then? Probably not. No, it's just really we're right in the middle of sorting all our schedules out. End of March, mainly April, May and June. Um, and it's everything's changing by the day, just trying to finalise everything. And, yeah, so trying to do that whilst also travelling to the events, see you guys, attend the media days. Very excited for Miami on Thursday night. I think it's a wonderful card, wonderful card. I think a lot of the time we don't get enough credit. I have to be honest. You don't get enough credit. What do you actually want? I want people to go... Pay homage. No, we've done the homage. I just want people to go, just something like low-key, you know, nothing nothing big time, nothing extravagant, nothing over the top, just something like, fuck me, her, and you're the quote. No, the quote, the goat. No, the quote is the greatest woman of all time. No, the greatest wanker of all time. That's also the quote. No, um, I just think that there isn't... I don't see other cards like this on non-pay-per-view, particularly in America. So this is a Thursday night. Obviously, we're back to the whole YouTube thing, uh, which is interesting. I see Anderson Gibb over there. He looks about two stone lighter than I last saw him. 
looking forward to that, but really looking forward to the real boxing as well, which is Andrade against Keeler. I don't feel like anyone's giving Keeler even the time of day. Um, one of your boys, MTK boy, I think he knows what he has to do. I think he has a great trainer in Peter Taylor. Knowing what to do and doing it against Demetrius Andrade is a whole other kettle of fish. I think Magic Selecki, I think Akovov, I think all these guys knew or thought they knew what they had to do. Neither of them could even win a round. So let's see what Keeler can do. I think Tevin Farmer against Jojo Diaz is just an amazing fight. I think it's the breakout fight for both guys. And I think the one that's sleeping under the radar, well, two that are sleeping under the radar, one is Danny Roman against Akmad Aliyev. It is an absolute all-out war for the WBA, IBF, Super Bantamweight Championships of the world. And also Anthony Sims. Um, in his first real fight, I'd say. First real fight. He's fighting a guy who's world-ranked. Angulo, he's Colombian. He lives in Miami, trains in Miami. And then you've got all the other kids on a card, which is fantastic. Bayaslanov, Ofa Jones, Alexis Espino, Ammo. That's a massive card. Massive card. And... Um, yeah, I just feel like sometimes it's kind of like it's become expected. And then when you do one that's maybe just an average card, it's, it's gone from an average card to, oh, that's shit. And this is just, oh, it's another matchroom show. Oh, it's another matchroom show with three really good world championship fights on it. Some of the best young talent you can find and sprinkled in with a little bit of YouTube magic, which I know you really love secretly. Yeah, Ed, really good card, mate. Like really impressed with the card this weekend. Like I thought it was really good. Like I mean, we're not having to pay for it apart from our normal subscription back at home and whatever they do here. So it's part of the Sky schedule, isn't it? I mean, we could have made it pay per view. No, with Jake Paul and Anderson. Genuinely, by the way, genuinely. I know, but it would have done another hundred odd thousand buys. Like you know, we just did over three hundred thousand buys for the last one. This would have done over hundred thousand buys. But where you know, for me, this is a much smaller level than KSI against Jake, uh, Logan Paul. So I nearly did it just for the banter, but I decided not to. You nearly put in some pay-per-view just for the banter. What, at home as well, yeah? Purely for banter, yeah. I'm so glad you didn't. But anyway, we're looking forward to it anyway. Ed, we'll come back to the card in a minute, but you had a lot of negativity this week over some of your comments. Well, you did. Saudi, yeah, yeah. Some of your comments. Yeah, it's frustrating. Like, I, I can't be bothered to bullshit you, right? Because... When we're talking, you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not even thinking about you. I'm just talking to you like we're in a pub. And that's what people like. So I can't bullshit you and lie to you and tell you something that is very unlikely to happen. I'm just gonna tell you the truth. But it's very frustrating when some people are I mean like the common sense levels of some people is frightening because like some of the comments I had it's like um, oh these guys don't need to make money you know I mean they've got enough money surely they'd take a third to do it in England I mean do you understand the dynamics of these conversations like so when we make this fight do you think I'll just go Tyson Anthony just to let you know the deal's done we're going to Saudi no I go to both teams, I go, these are the options. If you, anyone with the smallest brain in their head is going to know that genuinely an athlete, particularly a fighter, will be most interested in the option with the most money on the table. It's not the be-all and end-all, but when it's double, when it's treble, the biggest 
defining fight of their career, what do you think they're going to do? And it's not even about AJ. I'm not saying AJ won't want to go where the money is. What do you think Tyson Fury's going to say? What do you think Deontay Wilder's going to say? We tried our nuts off to get Wilder in the UK. It weren't happening. It weren't happening. Fury has had his last four fights in the US. Why? Why aren't you saying to him, oh, you're deserting the UK fans? He hasn't boxed in England for, like, a couple of years. He don't want to box in England. He just wants to box where the money is. Why is that so difficult for you to understand? Do I want that fight in Wembley? I would love that fight in Wembley. Should it be in Wembley? Yes. Will it be in Wembley? Unlikely. Why? Because you have other players now wanting to pay three, four times as much that could be generated in the UK. What? How is that difficult to understand? Like, when someone says to me, just tell the fighters that they should do it in London and tell them to forget about the money because they've got enough already. There's the most moronic comment. Like, what, do you not understand the world? Fight Joshua and Fury would rather do that fight at Wembley. Of course. They would love to do that fight at Wembley. And there will be a limit an element that they would take much less to do it there. There will be. But there will come a point where both guys will just look at it and say, I can't, you know. And that's what I was trying to explain in the interview. But maybe I'll just keep my mouth shut and just lie to you. I'm just telling you the truth. You know how the world works. Do you, like, you know how the game works. What? To, to be fair, I, I, I just thought all this was unnecessary because you didn't really even have to make these comments because... The, the fight at the moment is very hypothetical. Wilder's fighting Fury. And I'm just, it I'm is. Not, but I've got to ask the question. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like Someone says to me, do you think that fight will take place? I say, no, I think that fight will probably take place in Saudi Arabia. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, really. What's your... From a fan's perspective, though, who, all right, say for fans that don't agree, regardless of from what you're saying, and does believe that we shouldn't be denied back home the biggest fight I ever you don't yeah. I don't deny it you do know that don't you do you think I t I'm going to tell Tyson Fury where he's fighting he and his team will make the decision where the fight is Anthony Joshua and his team will make I'm just giving you the heads up you have up. input though no not into the not, not Tyson Fury absolutely none at all if I said to Fury right there's two offers on the table uh, you could make 40 million dollars to fight in the UK or 100 and whatever I said to fight in Saudi and he goes fucking why are you even asking me book the flight tickets and I went I've spoke to AJ and he said no because he wants to do it in England so you got to do it in England and he what do you think his team would say I mean I just it's frightening I've, I've resp responded to a few DMs some blokes like they should be fighting for nothing I mean you know this is a common one I've seen. How much money does a man want? I don't know. It doesn't work like that. You work your whole life to get what you deserve, yeah? What you're worth, okay? So it's not that under no circumstances should you ever work under your, under your market value, right? There will be an element to, and again, I stress, me. I mean, look, Fury ain't even won yet, but Wilder definitely ain't coming. You know, to to England. Hey, do you know one of the one of the problems as well with you is that there's a few, to there's, be fair. There's a few, but because because you and and Joshua as well did this whole thing about Joshua's next two fights at Wembley and 
Joshua saying when he was going to fight Wilder that no, he should come over here because this is where he is. So all those kind of comments don't help the situation when it comes to comments about Saudi, correct? Yeah, but Coop, you can't... Comments that were made two years ago are very different to comments that are made now. Back then, we nearly had Wilder on the hook for 15 mil, 20 mil. Now he wants 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. It cannot be generated in the UK. It's impossible. So back then... We were making offers, and that's probably why we didn't get the fight done. If there was a deal in Saudi, we would have got the fight made back then, but there wasn't. So what would you want? Would you rather see the fight happen, or would you rather me try and get it in the UK and it just have no chance of happening? No, obviously, ultimately, we want to see the fight happen. But look, AJ has never wanted to box abroad, never. Even when we couldn't get the right opponent for Wembley, in, in the summer of last year, the Jarrell Miller fight come up, he was boxing in Madison Square Garden, I felt like it was time for him to make his American debut, he was alright with it, he would have preferred to fight in the UK. Obviously the Ruiz fight come, he turned down, when we talk about turning down less money, he accepted half the money to take this fight in the UK, rather than Madison Square Garden. That fight was made for Cardiff, right, he'd already made his decisions. Andy Ruiz said, I'm not coming to London. Saudi then came in with four times what AJ would have made in the UK, and it all came together. He has more often than not said to me, I want it in the UK. And again, with Pulev, he says to me, Eddie, please make that fight in the UK. And that is what I'm trying to do. But also understand, what do you think, in a, in a split scenario with Pulev, what do you think Pulev's saying? Oh, does AJ want to do it in the UK? Oh, bless him, go on then. What do you think he's saying? He's saying, no, I, I, I want to go to where I can make the most money. But in this instance, we're having to say to Pulev, sorry, it's UK, or you might lose the fight. Are we prepared to lose the Wilder fight or the Fury fight to just stand firm and say UK, UK? We did that last time. You've just got to be real. And I, you know, all these interviews I give you, I'm not trying to be clever clogs. I'm not trying to be an arsehole. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you, I'm giving it you real what I see every day in this industry. It doesn't mean I agree with everything. I'm just telling you, it's life, it's business. This is the truth you hear from me. So when you listen to my videos, understand that sometimes you're gonna hear things you don't like. But if you, if you don't wanna hear things you don't like, do not press play on an Eddie Hearn interview. Because I've been in this game too long now, only 10 years. I can't be bothered to lie to you. I can't be bothered to spin stories. I'm just gonna tell you the truth. And it will make me unlikable at times, unpopular at times, but I will always be real. And the reality is, a fighter is going to go where the most money is. It's just like when you're trying to sign a fighter. They might like me over someone else. But if there's more money with someone else, they're going to go with someone else nine times out of ten. What percentage of people out there do you actually believe that understand exactly where you're coming from out there? 50% maybe, yeah, I don't I know. Say that. It seems 50 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people don't really think, sometimes people just go, what fucking. Like, I've had a couple of conversations with randoms, just literally, and after a few whiles, they're, oh, I get it, I'm just pissed off. I said, I understand that. Do you know what I mean? I would like to fight Wembley. But do you want to get it done or not? Like, that's the, that's the reality of it. And, and I have to be honest, like, I have a job to do for my client as well, which is to provide them with as much money as possible and give them the best strategy and the clearest strategy to achieve success, longevity, and make as much money in this game as possible. And I'm not doing my job if I don't explore those opportunities. Like, and I will lose my clients. You know, if I, if I say no to all these other people, 
I mean, Saudi ended up, you know, the Saudi fight with Ruiz ended up being, you know, one, groundbreaking, two, obviously financially very rewarding, three, everything worked out absolutely perfectly. So in that sense, boxes ticked. Just like you've got to deliver, I've got to deliver as well. And I've got a job to do for my fighters. And if I don't do a good job for my fighters, I'll lose my fighters. And I won't have the credibility, I won't have the name, I won't have the success that I'm having. So whilst, you know, I'm not saying, oh, I'm just a fan like you, but, I'm, you know, I know what you're thinking, and I'm a fan of the sport, and I would love every fight to take place in the UK, but life don't work like that. So you can be reassured we will do everything we can to see that fight in the UK. I'm just telling you, I don't see it. What can you update us about the whole Pulev situation and where it could be taking place? Any movement on the date? Yeah, so we extended the deadline again yesterday. We're, get, we're getting very close now. Again, same situation. We've told Pulev, um, we've told us, for guys who don't know, there's a bit of a fight going on here between another reporter and Kuken Ke- who, who are you with? UDN Televisa. Televisa. Oh, they're pretty, very powerful in Mexico. It's just a small guy from London. He just... Yeah. We're going to go in in five minutes. No, I know, but he does but He's here all day, so we're all good. He does this all the time. It's very disrespectful, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, so, yeah, I uh, can't remember what we're talking about now. So, Joshua Pulev. Yes, so we're getting close. Same thing. We've told jo- Pulev we want that fight in the UK. You, do you understand that Joshua will probably make three times less for the Pulev fight to do it in the UK? But he does feel, like particularly after being in New York, and in Saudi that he should come home and fight and he wants to fight in front of the UK fans. Expect an announcement when exactly on this? There's, there's a lot in the works. I mean, obviously, we've got Usyk against Chisora, which is virtually a done deal now. We've got Dillian White. Looks like he'll be fighting Povetkin, possibly Andy Ruiz. We've got Joshua against Pulev and we're just slotting them all in now. So you want those fights, ideally, to be four weeks apart each, you know? Um, but don't also rule out Dillian White's next fight in America, even if it's against Povetkin. Well, it could be Povetkin or Ruiz in America. Possibly. It's something we're looking at, yeah. Likely chances like, of this? Huh? Likely chances of this? Dillian White fighting in America? 50. I just feel that um, it would it could be a good move for him. You know, I mean, he wants to make some noise over there. He's had a lot of fights in the UK. Uh, yeah, so it's something we're looking at. Probably the favourite is to do it in the UK, but because really we're looking at the Ruiz fight in America and then we started thinking about maybe we do the Povetkin fight in New York and, and it's just raised a few eyebrows the zone is certainly interested in that and then uh, we'll have to see but again all these fights that I'm talking about will be closing in this week and getting done Can you update me on the whole Canelo and Morata Billy Joe Saunders Callum Smith situation? Yeah not a great deal I mean I've had a couple of minor conversations with, with the zone and uh, Golden Boy um, but I believe they met with Morata's team this week. You know, I still believe they have interest in Callum Smith and Billy Joe Saunders, but nothing major to report. Both guys are there calling me, texting me every day, and I'm telling them the same thing that I'm telling you. You know, few conversations, nothing much to uh, discuss, no offers, no negotiations yet, but you're in, you're in the hat. If the Morata Canelo fight does happen, will you push for Saunders and Smith? I mean, you've got a little mix there. You've got Saunders, Smith, Jacobs, Andrade. So you've got Andrade versus uh, Billy, or Billy versus Jacobs, or Callum versus Jacobs, or Billy versus Callum. For me, I would like to see Billy against Callum. You know, it's, it's two British world champions. 
in a potential unification fight. So for me, that would be the one to try and make. All right, well, listen, I will wrap this up now because uh, it's going to kick off in a minute, mate. Why are you going there? Pay-per-view, you two. Pay-per-view, you two. The fight on Thursday. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. Muscles don't win fight, mate. Yeah, he's absolutely mugged you off. People can't see him, so there's people that know what he's talking about. Absolutely. I'm going to carry on, mate. I'll be another 20 New minutes, I'll be done. New pants for Coogan, thank you. All right, Eddie Hearn, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.